On this week's episode of Life Drives Success, Scott Gitrich, CEO of Topper's Pizza, coming up next. This week, Scott, uh, you joining me uh, is a pleasure for multiple reasons. One, uh, we have amazing conversations, uh, probably not as frequent as I would like, um, and I wish they would be recorded. So now we're going to record this one. Um, and secondly, I'm, I've, I've always been motivated and inspired by your life story. Um, and and I, I want to get I want to get into it because because I think my life story. Holy smokes. I didn't yes. know what you were doing there. Ready? Boom. <laughs> hit, hit, hit some bombs on this on this week's episode. So As Steve Martin would say I was I was born a poor black child. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly how I wanted to start. So, so before how we... appropriate is it to say that these days? Uh, it was Steve Martin. You were quoting someone. You're fine. <laughs> I blame Steve Martin. <laughs> See, this is gonna be great. So, before we get into you, and and I'll I'll make this all make sense. What's going on with Toppers these days? Give give uh, give our folks some sort of update on what's going on with the brand because I, I think there's there's value in that um, as it relates back to your story too. Yeah, well, you know what's going on at Toppers Pizza is what's going on with a, our restaurant, the restaurant industry. Um, to tell you the truth, it's uh, it's been quite a quite a last two or three years. Um, you know the. Uh, the segment, our segment has uh, been seriously disrupted. It's, uh, it's all about technology and the challenges with, uh, with people um, and how we meet those challenges and drive traffic in a restaurant industry that isn't really growing. You know, it's all about stealing market share. And um, we're on a roll right now. Um, we're growing average unit volumes uh, quite substantially. We're... Uh, you know, the last year has been uh, a lot of fun. Um, we've been extremely active uh, as a team, making things happen. So uh, we're leaner and faster and uh, more nimble, um, and uh, we're growing. We're growing unit volumes, and we're growing the unit volumes through traffic. Um, you know, we've. Uh, we're not growing uh, very fast in units. Um, we opened, uh, I don't know, three or four last year, and the prior year we opened 14. Um, this year we expect to open two, maybe three. Um, so we're really focused on driving our uh, top line at the restaurants that we currently operate primarily. Um, and uh, I feel I feel good about that to tell you the truth. If you would have told, if you would have said three years ago that that's what I'd be saying today, I'd say that I was uh, taking the cop out uh, approach. But um, this is this is what the industry has kind of uh, handed us here, and I feel like we're we're doing the right we're doing the right things, and we're uh, still growing market share. Um, trying to dominate in the markets that we're at. We certainly are stronger than we ever have been in Wisconsin and, uh, and Minnesota, and we've uh, got good footholds in a lot of other uh, markets. Um, franchisees are, uh, you know, 
in a better spot today than they were a year ago. And that's what you're always trying to do is just continue to climb and take more ground. So you're, feeling, you're, you're feeling okay right now. Feeling okay. Yeah. So when, when the industry and, and, you know, there's, there's more competition, the consumer's loyalty is wavering right now. All, all this crap is, 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 it's all this headwind. How, from a personal standpoint, do, do you stay motivated? Uh, what, what is driving you inside that, that when, when you're getting hit, like every, every turn you, you look, you're, you're getting punched in the face by something else as, as an industry, not, not specifically to toppers, but how do you feel motivated as, as an entrepreneur? Well, I suppose that there's times where the motivation comes from high fives and, you know, the winds at your back and it feels like you can't fail. Um, but over the course of my career, it's probably been about what you'd expect that uh, it's like that a third of the time and a third of the time it's kind of plus or minus and a third of the time it comes from meeting challenges. Um, I don't know, I guess uh, I'm not about, I'm, I'm just not the type of person I suppose and nobody on my team is that's going to give a, give us a challenge. We're going to fold up our tent and say, oh, I thought this was going to be easy. <laughs> um, it's always a fight at some level or another. I mean, if you think it's easy, then you probably are about to get blindsided anyways. Um, so how do I stay optimistic? I suppose, uh, you know, by, by uh, getting wins, um, working as a team, um, being with optimistic people, uh, you know, believing in the in the mission, believing in the vision. Uh, you know, believing in what you're doing and where you're going to go. And I'm in I'm in this for the long haul. I de I I decided several years ago. This is it. This is my career. So buying buying in, being fully committed, is what you decide. Is it is it ever tough? Do you have Do you still have bad days where you? Or you question commitment? Does does anything get you down right now? Does anything get me down? Um, well, I'm a person. <laughs> so, uh, it takes quite a bit to actually throw me for a loop. I will say that. Um, my discipline. I have a personal kind of discipline and habits and rigor personally in my life, you know, around, uh, you know, my <clears throat> mental well-being and, uh, you know, my family and my physical health. And uh, I have this core of how I take care of myself that carries the day for most, for the most part. Um, and uh, I that I I have times where probably the hard stuff is it's a little bit maybe of a loneliness feeling. Um, yeah, it's uh, having a lot on my shoulders. Um, I wouldn't say it's a get me down. Uh, 
it certainly isn't a question of commitment, but it's, uh, it can tip the scales to burden, yeah. you know, where I feel like, uh, you know, I'm the one guy that can't be afraid or question things or, you know, because I need to not only have enough for me, I need to have enough for my team if necessary. Right. And, uh, for the most part, that's, that's what I love. That's what I love about, about the business. And I, uh, I, thrive on being the leader or the person who is in that position. Um, the times where it's very challenging are probably really short. You know, it might be a, a day here and there. Um, you know, you're get, you're get you're getting some real stuff out of me here, but I, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm old enough now that I I know I know myself really well, and when uh, when I can feel that coming, I I know how to, I know how to act, and uh, I just have such a great team. Um, even though I say that there's a burden and that it it can feel alone, um, that's all bullshit. I know enough about I know enough about myself to know that that's. That's something that I'm telling myself that's not really true. Uh, I've, I've got a, a fabulous team uh, of people. There's uh, 2,000 Toppers team members out there that, that I'm working with who are incredibly smart and capable and have their lives uh, engaged in what we're doing. And, uh, you know, that... In some ways, it's a personal fallacy that I might momentarily buy into that that uh, I've got to carry it all, and all I have to do is connect to the smart people around me and uh, and my wife and my habits, and you know I'm I'm there again. So I think I think everybody goes well. At least entrepreneurs tend to have that that same feeling. It, it's that that loneliness, and and it, it might be a blip. Uh, when it appears, I was, was talking to some folks in my in my Vistage group, which you and I have talked about Vistage before. Um, and you know, we we got our I, I felt like we got our asses just beat down in Q4 of last year. We had some toxic people that came into our culture, some toxic clients. Um, I, I had some of those those loneliness moments, and and it's almost like. You, you need to be able to go to those those pinch me moments too to say, well, shit, how much worse? It could be a lot worse than what, what we have it now. And that, that then you get almost re-excited by the, by the hustle um, and the game and, and, and just, just the, everything that goes into trying to create a successful business takes over. And then, and then you look around and, and you have people that, that actually support you. And, and buy into the vision and are willing to give blood, sweat, and tears for it. But it's, I, I think a lot of people go through that, just moments of loneliness where, where they, they don't know if it's all going to work out. And then you have to dig deep. You got to find that fuel to, to motivate you to keep going. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, the, something else that I know, and even, even when it's really challenging, I still know this. I, like, why am I, why am I in this? How did I choose this career? And I'm just talking about as a business person, not necessarily in the restaurant business, but, uh, and 
it's you know i'm sure it's partly about uh making a making a good living um you know and i plan to make a good living but the truth is that i want to enjoy my life have a lot of fun be with people that i enjoy being with doing something difficult and challenging and i want to win um but I don't want to win something that's easy, and I'm not sure what that would be anyways. I want to win at something that's challenging. Um, so I want to fight, and I want to learn. That's part of, I've known this since I was little, that I really enjoy learning and meeting new challenges. And so sometimes, even in the middle of a shit storm, uh, I focus on the things that I'm personally learning and that our organization is learning and getting better at. And uh, I swear to goodness, I really, I really know that at the end of my career at some way off in the future date, I just hope to be a little bit smarter than I am now. <laughs> and that's about it, you know, and I'll, uh, you know, some other lucky person will be running uh, toppers pizza and uh, you know, and they'll learn. And uh, I know that that's very touchy-feely, but I'm a touchy-feely kind of person. Um, so I think, it, I think it counts. If you can have these moments of sanity in a shit storm and say, you know what? We are getting really smart at blank, or this is an opportunity to learn about such and such. And part of my personal habits and discipline is kind of reflective and introspective, as you know, that kind of keeps me churning through uh, what are the things we're working on, what are the things I'm working on, and that blend of, of the business. And I'm serious, we have been smart. Last year, uh, Topper's Pizza, truly, we brought our size to bear and we were more nimble and quick and fast acting and lean than we've ever been in years and years. Um, and that felt so good. There's so much that in 2018, we got better at, um, and I got better at. I'm a better CEO today, like right now, I'm a better CEO than I was a year ago. And I'm very thankful for that because uh, that that's very meaningful. Um, in some ways, it's everything. Uh, it's my, you know, it, it's, it's our, it's my personal experience as the personal experience of the people that are at Topper's Pizza that are pouring it in. And what else is there? Um, serving customers, serving each other, learning, living our lives, and having fun. Um, don't forget, I'm I'm the sole shareholder too, so I don't have to fret about, uh, you know, somebody else breathing down my neck. I've got franchise community that'll do a little breathing, but uh, we're pretty aligned and working hard together as well. So you're, you you learn so much out of a uh, a 2018, and I, I I feel the same way that when when I feel like our business got our our ass kicked, um, I, I'm very fast to go towards what what is the opportunity here. I I think I think what I'm trying to get better as at as a CEO is also trying to recognize the value of that moment so that I don't make those mistakes later on or look back and, and have regrets that we waited too long to become lean, uh, like, like you have, do you feel like part of the lessons learned, uh, to, that, that have gotten you to this level that you, you now know how to operate the business even 
better? Should should shit hit the fan again in the future? Yeah, I think we're better prepared for uh, for the future. Um, I uh, I think I'm better prepared to lead our company into the future. Heck, I feel like our franchisees are uh, smarter. Um, just across the board, I'd say this about just the economy in general right now, that the disruption that's occurring across the board uh, as we move from into even more of a technology-driven, uh, you know, sort of activity-driven might be a fair way to say the current in the current environment, uh, uh, that we become better equipped as people to, you know, contribute to society 10 years from now or 20 years from now as an organization. Um, I mean, most smart people today would, would kind of say, I don't know what, what the world looks like in 20 years, (laughs) you know? Um, and that can be a scary place. Uh, but for me, it's, uh, it's about capabilities. It's about uh, our willingness to go into that and say, we've got something that works that's really, uh, that's really great and we've got a team that's capable and we're fast learning and active and we can kind of take a lot, you know, like, come on, let's, uh, let's, see, what, let's see what happens here. Let's, uh, let's, let's create our own opportunities and be ready to shuck and jive as things happen. You've created something that that I've always found to be amazing. You you carved a uh, you carved your own place in a very crowded category. Do you do you still look at competitors and and get pissed off that that the world has not understood or seen Topper's Pizza yet? Do you get do you get pissed off that that crappier places? Uh, Get get to find franchisees and and people are missing the opportunity. That, does that stuff frustrate you? Does it does it does it feel like sometimes not enough people have uncovered the gem that you, you're very proud of? No, 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 no frustration in that area at all. Um, I mean that's all on us. Yeah. To tell you the truth, I I don't know. It's uh. It's a, it's a fair fight. It's a fair game. Um, the people that we compete with are good competitors. I mean, let's be honest there. I, uh, there's a reason why we have our place in the world, why I started Tapper's pizza. And that's the things that I think, you know, are missing and still are and how we contribute to, uh, the segment and to customers that we serve in that differentiated way. Um, but that really doesn't take away from, from the ways that I would admire my competitors as business people for the most part, um, and see their success and their place in, in the world and, uh, see the way that they serve customers. Um, and no, I'm not going to complain about that. People, you know, woe is me. People ought to know us better or something. That's, that's just on us. Um, it's a, uh, it's a fair fight and they've, uh, you know, our biggest competitors in particular have paved the ground in front of us in a lot of ways. Uh, 
So, uh, you know, some of the heavy lifting in our business has been done by our competitors. I mean, a case in point is, you know, the, the way that Domino's Pizza has been so instrumental in uh, driving forward restaurant technology, right. not just pizzas, the pizza segment, I'm talking about heck retail technology. Yeah. Um, and we benefit, we benefit from that. I mean, uh, how can you not admire what, what they've accomplished over the last, uh, you know, five and 10 years? It's, uh, it's quite a story. And, uh, you know, we, we certainly can learn some things from watching them, even though there's parts of their business that we certainly uh, don't necessarily admire or that we draw distinction uh, with. There's other ways that they serve customers that are incredible and that uh, we can learn from by watching, just like any business. I mean, that's that's the way business works. That's the way that customers really benefit is that we presumably can take the best of, of what's out there and uh, and grow on that, build on that. That's uh, that's very mature of you. That that must be the the, the growing CEO in you. <laughs> so well, yeah, you know what well, we we have I we take some fun uh, in you know playing up competitive differences and right. and uh, I might uh, sling a little mud. Uh, tell you the truth, it's kind of tongue in cheek or uh, you know a way to draw attention and have some fun to point out some things that we're particularly proud of. Um, but uh, I've got friends that, that uh, work at competitors, own franchises at competitors, and you know, they're good people. They're, they're people who are just fighting, fighting, fighting the fight too. So, uh, you know, it's all good. I want to, I want to talk to you about uh, a trigger moment. So, um, you know, at, at some point, uh, working for Domino's, uh, you decide that you're going to go do this on, on your own. And, and the truth is, uh, which, which I would say would be even harder than becoming a multi-unit franchisee within Domino's, uh, Domino's, Domino's missed it with you, uh, that there, there was a guy that was capable of building a, a hundred unit pizza brand, um, in a very competitive marketplace in their system and for whatever reason uh and you know it's it's not always up to the the business to find it but you i've always had this feeling that you you catch the entrepreneur before they catch you um similar to me i i had that same moment i i i had my trigger moment that made me go out and create what we've created uh and and i'm, I'm very proud of what our awesome team has has built here but this this trigger moment. Do you ever look back at, you know, a, a a different life if if Domino's would have seen what you are capable of of uh, where where they would have put you in their in their system because you're you're super capable of creating something amazing. Um, I mean, I think about I think about the people that I've worked with and. I suppose there's been a couple times where I've thought, what would I be doing now if I had stayed at Domino's Pizza? Um, but not really from the standpoint of they missed it or something like that. But, uh, 
nothing like that. It's it's possible that I was destined to leave and do my own thing at some level. Um, what was the what was the trigger moment for you that made you say it's now time to go do toppers? Well, I had saved money to Domino's. I was uh, saving money. And I mean, like living like poppers and saving, uh, saving money to open our own business. So that was from day one. I mean, Domino's at that point had this culture back in the mid eighties of, you know, being franchise, knowing your own Domino's pizza store. And heck, I dropped out of college to, to, to be part of that company with the intention of I'm going to own my own Domino's pizza stores yeah. um, is what was on my mind. And so I was saving money and the end game was I'm going to be a franchisee and I'm going to build an empire of Domino's pizza uh, stores. Um, you know, and when that time came, uh, we'd saved uh, $30,000, which doesn't sound like much today, but uh, you know, it, it was, uh, it was quite a sum that I'd saved. I uh, contacted Domino's and uh, looked into franchise and they wanted me to buy these two, crappy store. I would be the king of uh, Domino's Pizza in Ohio at this point. Uh, but uh, I mean, my wife and I at the same time, we were we were talking about, you know what we could do? We could freaking start our own place where we, Domino's was totally set in this 10 toppings, two crusts, one drink. They had Coke. They didn't even have Diet Coke. And we felt like variety uh, was was the way to go, and fresh made was the way to go, and that we really we really conceived that there was a better pizza business out there, and that uh, while it was risky, and all we both had a lot of confidence that uh, you know what, are we better off buying these two five thousand dollar a week Domino's pizzas in Dayton or shit? We can just roll the dice and start. Uh, Scott and Carol's Pizza Place in uh, in Central Illinois, where we were both from. Let's do this thing. Um, and actually, I did tee it up to the franchisee that I worked for. I kind of lobbed it over that uh, I was thinking about doing something else. And the truth is that I I really did want him to try to get to stay. Um, and uh, Either it didn't resonate with him or or he uh, he felt like it was going to be, you know, I don't know what the deal was, but uh, that kind of fed me a little bit. I was like, all right, you know, yeah, let's, let's do this thing. And uh, it's been fun and customers, customers have affirmed our differences. The people that love us, love us for those same things, even though it's been 27 years, our customers today tell us that they like us for that uh we have variety that we're the place with the crazy toppings we we get a nod for quality um you know uh where we're at that customers think of us as the better the better pizza choice um those things that we conceived of early on have come to fruition and uh and that's our place um and i i i love uh I love my roots at Domino's Pizza, and that's how business goes. You came from another uh, agency, and 
that's the beauty of capitalism. Um, yeah. You know, I think a lot about the people that work for me that want to shoot the moon and plan to shoot the moon in their careers. And you're exactly right. I mean, it's, I've got to try to create the playground and unleash people so that they can be satisfied uh, that they can do whatever they can conceive of uh, right. on this blank sheet of paper that we have in front of us. Um, and I also tell them, you can compete with me, but I will can unload and kick your ass also. <laughs> I will shut you down. <laughs> I guarantee you you're going to regret it. <laughs> That's but your you responsibility. Can. You have to scare them a little bit. <laughs> We've had a couple people that have left franchisees and that we compete with or have competed with over the years. It's all good. It's part of the game. Part of the game. Do you when when you're on these these long runs when you're when you're working on your your mental stability, uh, which which I also turn to to the treadmill. You're outside. I'm I'm on a I'm on a treadmill uh, to try to get some. <laughs> some mental clarity. Do you, do you, do you get to celebrate how far you've come? Do you get to take a moment? It, not necessarily pat on the back, but, but feel like, man, I've, I've done, I've done something pretty cool. Oh, um, I don't know. Probably the short answer is no. <laughs> oh, I mean, the reality is that uh, I just do my work the best I can, just like you do, and heck, just like the people on my team do, and I've got a role in the business. Um, I don't, I don't think of myself as anything as anything special. Uh, I've stayed, uh, I've stayed focused on one thing for a long period of time. Uh, mm -hmm. Tapper's Pizza opened up in 1991. So a lot of times when people say, what's the secret to your success? And I'm like, <laughs> you kick ass as hard as you can for 28 years and you're probably going to get pretty yeah, good. Right. Okay? Um, you're going to get pushed back and you just keep coming. Most people are going to quit. I mean, resilience and persistence, you know, is probably what I would, I would uh, give myself the biggest pat on the back about. Um, and really the team and the people that I've worked with, uh, have, are equally deserving of any kind of credit that we would take. Um, I like to relish our successes as a team when we get the opportunities at conventions and, uh, we ring each other's bells in our office and say good things that are happening, but I'm not sure what the, what the good would come of me patting myself on the back whatever be, uh, I fancy myself a humble person. Um, you know, so I don't want to break that, that in this, that pedestal that I have myself on that, that I'm humble. I don't want to break that image down and, uh, by giving myself a pat on the back. So maybe, maybe others do it for you. So <laughs> this is, this is a large question, but, uh, uh, Presumably, we're we're all going to reach a place where uh, the, this this life that we have is is gone, unless say someone invents something. I mean, technology could solve that. So, so we leave this world. I mean, you you 
you're, you've always been so big on team and culture. I, I, I would imagine people appreciate that. Do you, what, what, what do you want your loved ones, your team, folks that you've touched? What do you want them to say about you uh, when, when you're done with toppers or, or done, period? Well, um, hopefully it would just be that I, I lived a good life according to good values and that, uh, you know, I did right by people. Um, that's what matters. I mean, that's, that's really it for me. I, I want to do right by my family and, uh, just be a good person. Uh, that's it. No big grand thing. That that's not that's not important to me. What matters to me is just that I'm a good person. The same thing that I would say about my dad or my mom when they when they die or the people that I've admired. Uh, they've accomplished things, but think about it. I mean, a very high percentage of the people that I'm associated with are accomplishing things every day. Um, and uh, I just, I, the honest truth is I just do not think that the things that I'm accomplishing each day are worth more than the things that the people that I'm working with are accomplishing or the things that my kids are accomplishing or that you're accomplishing or, uh, you know, I, I made that joke about being humble, but I just think that that's the truth um, and that what I what's really important to me is just to live a good life and treat people right. And, uh, when push comes to shove, when, when things get hard and life gives me, uh, ethical dilemmas that I'm just a good person. That's it. That's, that's what matters to me. Um, well, I, I know you don't like the, the pat on your back, but, um, you know, I, I, I think you've done incredible things. I, I don't know that, uh, the widget mattered, uh, whether that was pizza or, or hot dogs or cars. Um, I, I've always appreciated your, your approach to, to life, uh, to leadership, to, to study, um, to, to commitment to getting better and, and, and listening. So, you know, it, it, it happened that, that Topper's Pizza ends up being your thing, but but I think those qualities of, of a human, you can cross apply that to, to about anything and, and find success. And, you know, I, if, if, if someone said, give me a short list of, of names, if I had to recruit someone to be on my team, you would you would certainly be on that list because because I, I don't I don't know that the widget ever mattered. I, I think it's more of what you just said, that, that that's what drives success. Yeah, I, I, I like what you say about the widget. I, I agree. Uh, I love the pizza business, but I could have taken a lot of paths. There's a lot of good ways to live a, live a life in that regard. And I think that the reason that you and I have always uh, uh, enjoyed spending time and talking with each other is because you also are introspective and you're in this thing not to just pile up gold in the corner, but for the personal experience and to touch people's lives and do something special and uh, to just meet the challenges that you're grabbing in front of you. Um, you know, so, uh, I, I've admired what you've done as well. Uh, so it's, it's fun to meet, uh, meet other entrepreneurs, people who have just had that 
thing where you're like, yeah, why not? I'll try to do it better. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you've got, you're the right kind of person that people want to follow you along. Uh, charismatic, you know, where charisma meets the heart. You know how to say it too. You know how to bring it. Lucky you. I appreciate that. You you know, I would say uh, that's also one of the, it's, it's probably one of the hardest things too, because um, I think you, you, me, we, we know who we are inside and sometimes whether that's franchisees or clients or, or teammates, um, sometimes there's just not, not enough time to show them the truth uh, and, and show that we're, 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 we're in it for things that, that aren't hiding gold in the corner. Um, I think that's one of the toughest things as, as a, as a truly good person, um, is, is having enough time to convince others that, that it's true, especially in a world that's full of hate and, and doubters. Um, it, it, it's, it's hard to do that. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree. I guess what I would think is I'm just going to be me. You know, I mean, uh, the best thing I think that any human, any person can do is just be the best version of themselves that they can be. Um, and you know, you've got, you've got, uh, you've got kids that are looking at, looking at you and that's what matters is to be the kind of person that people that are looking at you, that they should look at you, that yeah. you are the right kind of person that they, if they, if there's people that are going to want to be like me or want to be like you, that's a heavy responsibility. <laughs> so I'm not going to convince them anything, but I better be worthy of somebody looking at me, yeah. you know, and trying to be like me. If somebody, if my kids are going to try to, if they're going to pay attention to me, then by God, that's about as heavy a responsibility as they're, there is, and I'm going to try to live up to that. And you know what? That's just a good way to live life. It's fun. You know, that should not sound like a burden because to me, that's a, that's a fun way to live a life. Um, I want my kids to be silly and fun and high integrity people. And I'm willing to model that to the best of my ability. Scott, I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I, I think you're a great model. I think you're a great role model to follow in business. Uh, I've appreciated our relationship. I appreciate our chats. Um, and I appreciate you joining us on this uh, on this video cast podcast, whatever it's called. Um, sure. Please edit out anything. Really- <laughs> Even if it gets down to like a three-minute video, I'm on you. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll put that on Emily. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Emily, please. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Dude, appreciate it. Thank you for all the time. Have a good one. See you. Later.